Blessed Assurance and welcome to Kingdom Christian Fellowship, KCF. We reveal the reality of the Kingdom of God and Christ Jesus in the lives of people all over the world. As you listen to this message, we pray that you are blessed and inspired to improve your relevance in the Kingdom of God. Congratulations. Um, I heard many of you talk about your capstone, your capstone. You know, I was in the first badge of Ashesi, right? I've told you that. I was part of the first group, graduated in 2005. Um, my badge was a guinea pig badge. When my badge was in session, we were like experiments, okay? There was nothing like um, a format for capstone. I remember two, three to two weeks to the presentation, the final day, there's a lady that is, um, she's late now, Professor Araba Apt. I went to her, because I was the ASE president as well. I went to her and I was like, Prof, my classmates and I were suffering. We don't know what we are doing. Nobody knows what they are doing. They said, Kingsley, why? I said, there is no format. Everybody is just, we are doing like an assignment. So she quickly held an emergency meeting with the faculty, and then they came up with something for us. And then we quickly, uh, I remember, we did the whole thing within two weeks. Somebody, somebody did something on plastics, eh, and I think they found my edition, so they wanted to copy, like, learn this race. I said, the nonsense there, don't. <laughs> don't even try it. Your intelligence is far better than the two weeks nonsense I put on that thing. I don't know how I, I passed with that thing, but it's been God. Please sit down and pay attention to this. For those of you third-year students, don't wait till you get to final year before looking for topics. And if, if you are part of your, uh, what do you call it, the fair service that we do, what, how do you call it? The welcome freshman service. Every time I come, I tell you people, from the first lecture, as soon as you know the subject, start looking for something. Your capstone must not just be an academic work that you finish and you throw away. It can define your destiny. It can define your career. Praise the Lord. Facebook was somebody's project work. Do you realize that? Do you know that? You don't know. The last time I came here, I told you to go to Google and look for um, a certain documentary. I think they've cut it into four different parts called Triumph of the Nerds. Who remembers? Hey. Because I didn't ha add praise the Lord or that says the Lord, he didn't go and do that. Hmm? Okay, write it down. Triumph of the Nerds. N-E-R-D-S. You, you were here when I spoke about it. You've not done it. Even if you're in final, you're going to do it. Okay. It speaks about how the computer industry was born. Okay. You would see Bill Gates, Steve Jobs in their childhood. And this is real documentary. This is not like some... It tells their story. How people um, chanced on an opportunity and took advantage of it. 
how people became friends. You know, most of you, how many of you have Apple phones here? Apple. All right, you like Apple. Okay, Steve Wozniak was the brains behind Apple. And he was a very smart guy. And in his garage, his father's garage, he was just producing all these gadgets and dumping them like toys. And then he had a friend, Steve Jobs, who visited and saw these things and said, this thing can change the world. And he brought his business idea to it. And that is, some of you, the friendship you have here is divine connection that will change your destiny. But unfortunately, you are not using your friendship. Well. The only thing you do is to laugh at people. <laughs> A lie. You discuss all the foolish things except... <laughs> Okay, today I said I'm coming to be a good boy here. You don't like that one? You want me to just talk? Praise the Lord. I was actually confused because when I, this morning when I was praying for you guys, I was seeing plenty of things the Lord wanted. So I thought I was coming to lead prayer. And then I get here and... Okay, let's see what God will do. I want to talk to you about Walking before the Lord and being successful. In the book of John, chapter number 17, somebody read from verse 1 going for me. Walking John, before the Lord. John, chapter 17. Yes. From verse one. 1. Jesus spoke these words, mm -hmm. lifted up his eyes to heaven, mm -hmm. and said, Mm -hmm. Father, mm -hmm. the hour has come. Mm -hmm. Glorify your son. Okay. That your son also may glorify you. Okay. As you have given him authority over all flesh. You've given him authority. Let's go. That he should give eternal life to as many as you have given that him. That he should give eternal life. Let's go. And this is eternal life. Uh -huh. That they may know you. That they may know you, God. The only true God. Uh -huh. And Jesus Christ whom you have sent. Okay. So eternal life has been defined. Christ defines eternal life. Right. Let's go. I have glorified you on the earth. This is where I want you to pay attention to. I have done what? Glorified you on the earth. I have done what? Glorified you on the earth. Uh-huh. I have finished the work which you have Number given me two, to do. I have finished the work you have Number given one, me to I do. have glorified you on the earth. Number two, I have finished the work you have given me to do. Uh-huh. And now, oh Father. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Jesus says, the hour has come. Glorify your son, that your son will glorify you. These four years, final years, these four years that you were here, Jesus said, you sent your son to give eternal life, and I have done it. Your parents sent you here to come and learn and pass and glorify them. Have you done it? <laughs> Somebody says, not yet. Did you do it? Some of you are happy that you are graduating. But you passed through as Ashesi. Has Ashesi passed through you? Praise the Lord. Are you a scholar? Have you become a scholar?
Have you become a leader? Have you built the tenet to become a good citizen? The core pillars of Ashesi, as if how have you acclimatized yourself? Have you imbibed these things? Praise the Lord. When you step out of the confines of Ashesi, who are you? Who will you be? Can you tell God that I have glorified you in my four years here? Hmm? Or you came, you saw, you were conquered, and you left. <laughs> Michelle, right? You, you, you wanted to finish in four years, but it ended up going to five years. Okay. And you ask yourself, I thought my steps are ordered by the Lord. Failure is always part of the process of success. But failure is not uh, it's not an event to destroy you. It is a learning curve. Do you understand me? Yesterday I was counseling people, somebody, and I told him that Jesus said, be careful how you hear, not what you hear. Because you cannot really stop what you hear. But you can, the way you process information will determine how you hear what is said to you. And the way you process the events of life will determine whether you will move forward or you will learn from it and become better. Praise the Lord. Every team that has won, let's say, the World Cup before has lost it before. Is that not so? So, losing does not mean that you have failed. It simply means that, number one, it is the turn of somebody else to win. Because the person prepared better than you. And sometimes, you did your best. But it's not your time. Or, your best is not good enough. So you go back and do it better. The problem happens when you begin to compare your timelines with somebody else's timeline. You might have all be, you may all graduate at the same time. But let me tell you, not every one of you will be successful at the same time. Do you understand me? And your problem is that you are not even a graduate yet. You are comparing yourself with somebody. The home that the person is coming from is not the home you are coming from. Do you understand me? The prevailing circumstances in every home. When, I, when you guys did a Zoom, and you wanted me to pray over your capstone. When was that? Last week? All right. Sunday evening. When I was praying, I said it. The Lord showed me most of you were not ready for your capstone presentations. Most of you were not. Some of you, the Lord showed me, some of you, 50% not ready. But I hope everybody's graduating. You are all graduating. Glory to God. Glory to God. But it doesn't need to be so. Because you've heard me say several times anytime I came, come here is that when you are a citizen of God's kingdom, you live above rules. You do what? Rules are meant for the lawless. Laws, rules are meant for people who do not have what it takes to do what they must do, except there is a supervisor. 
Do you understand me? But you have the spirit of God upon you. You have the creative power of the universe living in you. So, when assignment is given, you I keep saying, you must be the first person to submit it. The, but you, not you. You go and watch all the nonsense. Go and fool, waste time. And, and the saddest part for me is that, what's your name again? Chuku. Stand. See how he was talking. Be sincere. How many of you were annoyed? <laughs> Reverend Andrew, thank you for lifting up. Oh, tell you you are hypocrites. Those of you here, how many of you were like, Master what? Father, is this as if you cheated us? We all came from you and he doesn't need to study to pass and look at me. I will open the books. I'm not seeing anything. <laughs> now, how many of you are friends with him? Final years. How many of you took advantage of this resource? This resource. This resource. How many of you took advantage? Praise the Lord. Everybody is wired in a way to benefit the other party. Do you understand me? So the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 12 says that the manifestation of the Holy Spirit has been given to everybody for the profit of all. So the Holy Spirit will manifest himself through you, maybe as wisdom, you as knowledge, you as power, you as this. But together, when we combine our different resources, we are able to help each other. And we grow. And that is why I told you that form, what do you call it? Study groups, business groups. Some of you have ideas. And that's all there is to it. You don't have any other thing ideas. Somebody has implementation skills. Somebody also knows somebody who can monetize that idea. Do you know that? But the partnership you form is to go and eat, go and play soccer, go and watch something. That is all. Let me tell you, these four years, these four years you have, it's your best years ever. Trust me. Trust me. When you graduate, you will not have anything called long vacation. These four years you have is some of the best four years because Ashesi is one of the best schools on planet Earth. It gives you a lot of opportunities. Don't worry, you will hear the message. It's part of, what I'm saying is part of the message. Ashesi is one of the universities that gives you opportunities for your career, to build your career right from first year. Right from first year. All the internships and all that. Take advantage of it. Some of you graduation, that is where you want to sleep. And some of you too just want to travel. Just for what? So that they say you have traveled. You, you don't need to travel. Except it is for some kind of experience that is going to enrich who you are. Do you understand? Because when we lay hands on you, when people come, when we do program, we, I lay hands on you, you see that this person is supposed to 
travel here. This person is going here. This person is going to suppose it. But the person is confused. I keep saying that for every subject you do, maybe you know that next semester you are going to study, give me a, a course. What? Competitive strategy. You go onto the internet, type in competitive strategy, opportunities in competitive strategy, latest trends in competitive strategy, plenty of things. All right? You will discover something that tickles your fancy. You do internships in it, you start creating. By the time you will be discovering yourself, the last thing I want to say in that direction is that don't imprison yourself with the subject you are doing. And don't imprison yourself with the certificate you get after this place. Opportunities is not necessarily in the field that you study. Praise the Lord. Somebody was giving a testimony. I was sitting there. Was it Tracy who mentioned something about fashion? Okay. Before I even give, say what I want to say. There is a particular guy who has graduated. Tailored hands. How many of you know tailored hands? Do you know how tailored hands started? It was through fire camp prophecy. You, you are doing this. But God says, gather tailors. Let them sow and sell. And God will. That's how it started. And he's making money. He's making so much money. I went for, I went for 40 days waiting. I went to fast. I was praying 40 days. I, pray. I wasn't even praying about him. God told me, when you go, tell him that he should add suits and things to what he is doing. And I told him, as soon as he started, no, he started getting orders for that. When I was sitting, the Lord told me, there are some people here, that is their field. When you mentioned, the Lord said, that thing, that's their field. Everyone, the one here, come, what did I tell the Lord said I should tell them? You've forgotten, don't worry. He said most of them will establish, when they go out, they'll have ideas, they'll come back and they'll have industrialized businesses. Don't just stop, it's on you. The problem, the problem, I also call you tea bread. The problem, <laughs> the problem is the fact that you people are comparing yourselves. Let's say, you know, the people that work in the consultancy firm, the KPMGs, the PWCs, the... Okay, when they get that opportunity, they start earning a lot of money immediately. And then they buy some Toyota Corolla and some... Why are you saying, oh, it's not a bad car? All of a sudden, that small money becomes the bribe that makes you forget your dreams. Because, yes, a young man earning $5,000 a month. You see, you see, you are saying, wow. It's a bribe against your destiny. It makes you comfortable. And all of a sudden, you stop dreaming. Because in this economy, 5000 looks like something. Meanwhile, God wants you to be the person who pays other people $10,000 a month. A group of people started a company. They were in KCF. Cavemen. They started. 
And they came to me. In fact, I was at home one day. And the Lord said, go and visit those guys. I said, Father, for what? I want to sleep. The Lord said, go. So I went. I said, guys, how are you? They were, were chatting. And I was asking myself, Father, what am I doing here? I'm not. Just when I wanted to tell them that, Charlie, guys, Abanabu, I'll see you again. Two people walked in. And they said, oh, man of God, please sit down and wait. We have a meeting. So I sat in the meeting. I was just listening. These two people had come. They wanted to give them, at the time, they wanted to give them 25,000 CDs for 25% of the shares of the company. And these two guys were using jargons, business jargons. We'll do the BD for you. We'll do this. They were using so. So when they were finished and they left, I told them that everything these two people said is nonsense. Don't agree. Let them go away with their 25,000. Number one. Number two. What is BD? Business development. And the way they are using it. Because you people were a CS student and you didn't take pay attention to the... <laughs> they are using these things to just... And CS people used to do the same thing to the... So the Holy Spirit told me, tell them that in the next six months, they will be struggling. But the struggle is a learning curve for them. I am intentionally withholding um, contracts from them. Because they don't have what it takes to manage money. So within the next six months, they will come. They will just sit down and be discussing. Nobody will walk into their, through their doors to give them anything. Tell them that they should endure those six months. After the first six months, they will get major contract. And after that major contract, it will give them a certain opportunity. And then they will, be, they will have money that within one year, that 25000 that was being offered to them will look like peanuts. So I told them to start doing valuation for the company and not accept anybody's small money. You see, your idea is important. It is worth a lot. But without the right implementation skills, without the spirit of God, without you knowing who you are as a child of God, it's just an idea. It's useless. Do you understand me? I'm coming to preach to you right now. But I'm laying a foundation. Jesus said, I have glorified you on the earth. I have done what you asked me to do. How did Jesus do, do it? He spent 30 years preparing. 30 years. We didn't hear about him except when he was 12 and went to do two known in the synagogue and his father and mother came to take him back home. But the Bible says after that day, he was subject to them. He learned. He hid. Praise the Lord. You see, you said something. You don't know why he came to Ashesi. Many people have that. They don't know. People are passing through. And they are not even as smart. But you see, when I was in Ashesi, I had a classmate, first year, Mami A.C. Wood. When we finished first year, she told me, they used to call me Spirit. He said, Spirit, I'm leaving. I said, why? I'm going to Germany. Are we safe? 
Should you run away? The pawns things are falling down from their back. Hallelujah. He says, I'm leaving. I said, why? He said, there is not enough mathematics in the course. Do you know what happened? By the time we were finishing, we were graduating. She was already done and had started her master's in Germany. Right now, she's a professor. She's done her PhD in something, something derivative. And then one day I called her. I said, how? She says, in Germany, nobody is dumb. From, in, from early stages of education, you are good with mathematical stuff. They separate you. You are good in analytics. They separate you. You are good with your hands. They separate you. Everybody. Say so your typical policeman on the street is a very, very sharp shark who is good in analytics and things. In Africa, who is your typical policeman? JSS dropout. A typical. I'm not saying all of them. I say typical. How many the people who teach in our primary schools? Most of them are people who couldn't pass Wasi. They have become teachers. They go to teacher training school. Not because Omoabong. It's because we don't have the right tools to help people who are slow learners. Slow learners are not necessarily dumb. Everybody has a learning curve. And that is how it is in this kingdom of God. Everybody has diverse skills. That is why you need somebody to help you activate your own. Jesus, the son of God, needed 12 people to help him. You. You. Kwame answer. You've made yourself pompous. After these four years, you will meet the realities of life. And you will wish that you had taken advantage of your friendship with that gentleman that you thought was too known. And when God shows you mercy, pay attention to what I'm saying, shows you mercy and delays you and does not make you graduate on time. It is God telling you that you didn't take advantage of the opportunity, so I'm giving you an extra year. Stop feeling sad and letting your pride make you hide from people. Father, what is it that you wanted me to see or learn that I didn't see? Help me out. Do you understand me? And become better. Tell your neighbor, become better. Become studious. Aim to glorify God. Aim to glorify your parents. Aim to glorify your own life. By doing the things. Apply yourself. And let me add my favorite bit. Relationship is not the reason why you are here. Only these people are clapping plenty. Those of you here, you are suspects. the saddest part is people who are dating other people in their mind and the person doesn't know that they are even being dated 
and getting broken heart. Now they go to lectures. The lecture is lecturing and they are crying. They are not paying attention. When they see those people that they are related, uh, dating their mind, talking to another person. And then you start failing your exams and stuff. And the person that you are blamed doesn't even know that she was in a relationship with you. And they are passing. How many of you did that? Let me see by hand. Let me see by hand. I like the way you are looking at me. You are a suspect. <laughs> Praise the Lord. How many of ladies did that? Let me see. You have some kind of broken heart, some way be. Ranita, God bless you. May God rescue you. What about you? And your parents think you are studying. I have finished the work. I have glorified you. Aim to finish. Aim to glorify God. Use your time well. Time is the, one of the biggest resources God has given to you. Time is the currency with which we buy money. And every other kind of value. You waste time, you waste destiny. You waste time, you waste opportunities. You waste time, you waste your very windows of opportunities to excel in life. Number two, relationships. Not the one that you are interested in. How, how valuable is the friendship you are forming? What is the value of your friends? When push comes, can your friend discuss serious ideas with you and open doors for you? Ask your friend. That's the system by you. Master, what is your value in my life? And take an answer. We are having to reverse the question. Can you tell me my value in your life? Ask your neighbor. Master, ask her. Oh, madam, why? You are angry with me. You are not minding me. You are not asking anybody. You don't have anybody. Ten. Ten behind you. Master, ten. Ten. Look at her. She wants somebody to ask. You are not friends. Okay, ask. If we were friends, what would be my value in your life? Ask. Give an answer. All of you. Why are you covering your face? I mean it. I mentioned a Steve Wozniak and a Steve Jobs. Have you seen the value of that friendship? Up to today, Jobs is dead. But that value is still shaping the world. 
And you'll be an air downfall. It's not everybody you should. Somebody that is going somewhere, ask your neighbor, where are you going? In fact, asking the way I where are you going? Let me deviate small. Young ladies, before a guy come and say, Charlie, you are my taste, ask him, where are you going? Don't just look at the sideburns. Don't look at six pack. Don't look at how smooth. Hi, babes. Then say, ooh. Look at how your foolishness has come. Ooh. Your value is too low. Your value is too low. Your value is too low. Do you know the saddest part? You, you, you say you like me, but you are talking to the other girl. Meanwhile, your father thinks you are some smart girl. I've shared this story before. Let me share it and go into the wedding and I'll be out of your way. I'm uh, one young lady. They had a problem. She had graduated. No, no. She was in her final year. She had a problem. They called me to the house. The father called me. I went to pray. Gave them counsel. When I was about to go, the man God said, uh, the, the father was like, Apostle, have you seen my daughter? She's smart. And can you imagine at this age, she's still a virgin. The girl looked in and looked at me. You see this part of the neck? Okay, when somebody gets scared, you see that the, the, when the heart starts beating, this place starts moving him. It was just moving. I just said, oh, daddy, we thank God. And I left. <laughs> Because a year prior to that meeting, I had met the girl. The girl, the girl was not coming for KCF, but the boyfriend was coming to KCF. I was at home when the boy called me. He said, man of God, I need help. I said, what is it? He said, my girlfriend is introducing me to things that I don't know what to do. He said, every time she say, let's study together. And by half 30 minutes, she's all over me. He said, every day we are having sex. So I met the You are saying, hey, what you are doing, no, I have not come there. You, what you have been doing, I have not come there. That thing you have been doing in that hostel. I'm coming to pick people by word of knowledge. You think because you are in university, you can do whatever you like. Then, I met the lady. I told the guy to leave. Let's excuse. So, we spoke. Whilst we were speaking, the Lord showed me the, the girl's family. I saw that the father is very wealthy, mother very wealthy, they own hotels. I said, say yes. I said, now, 
this thing, this thing you are talking to me about, it started in JSS. He said it's true. JSS. So your father thinks, your father thinks you are innocent, pro girl. Meanwhile, you got rotten late. You are saying, oh, don't say oh. I'm not saying to denigrate anybody, but I'm saying that some of you, you have secret problems. And when you form good relationships, those problems come to bear. So instead of deriving value in that relationship, your corruption destroys the relationship. Tell me it's not true. I know 90% here are struggling with sexual issues. We thank God for the gift of righteousness. Say amen, Waha. Praise the Lord. Write these things down. Luke chapter number 19, verse 11 to 27. Luke chapter number 19, verse 11 to 27. We've read this before. I think I've spoken about this before. I have glorified you. Jesus was given an assignment and he went, he came, he did, he glorified the Father. Let's look at something that Jesus said. Luke, Who will read for me? Let's go quickly. Luke chapter 19, mm -hmm. from verse 11. Uh-huh. Let's go. Now, as they heard these things, mm -hmm. he spoke another parable to, to them uh -huh. because he was near Jerusalem mm -hmm. and because they thought the kingdom of God would appear immediately. Mm -hmm. Therefore, he said, a certain noble man went into a far country uh -huh. to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. Okay. So he called 10 of his servants he called ten. and delivered them 10 minas. 10 minas. Change the version. Give me maybe NLT or something. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh -huh. Before he left, he called together ten of his servants and, mm -hmm. and divided among them ten pounds of silver. Okay. Saying, mm -hmm. invest this for me while I am gone. Invest this for me whilst I'm gone. Other versions say, give me another version, maybe NKJV or something. Yes. So mm -hmm. the do business, do till, business I till I come. Do what? Business till I come. Write it in your book or something. Do business till I come. Invest this talent I'm giving to you. Invest this resource I'm giving to you. He said the king, the nobleman said, he's going to a far country to receive a kingdom and he will return. And in, and in his going, he says to his servants, take this, take that. Those talents, those minas, those silver is the property, personal property of this nobleman. All right? And he gives it to his servants. And he says, do business till I come. Tell your neighbor, do business till he comes. Do business till he comes. Why am I saying that to you? You see, you are a servant of the king of glory, Christ Jesus. Right? He is a king of glory. He is going to receive a kingdom. Which kingdom you are a member of. And one of these days, you will return. Every talent, every intelligence, everything you have, every opportunity you have, is his resource. The earth is the loss and the fullness thereof. The people and all they that dwell therein. 
everything, the air you breathe, everything belongs to the king. And he wants you to make profit out of it before he comes. He wants you to multiply. So my brother, the intelligence God has given to you, all right, you said something, which is, the reason I'm on you is that you said something that is very critical, but I want you to really, really take, pay attention to it. All right? If you have a certain ability, it is a resource. God wants you to replicate it. God wants you to multiply. God wants you to do business till he comes. No more King James says, occupy till I come. In other words, make sure you do not lose it. That is why I'm asking you, what is the value of your friendship? What is your value in the life of the other past person who, that you call friend? Those of you in a relationship, what's your value in that relationship? If you enter a classroom, what is your value in that class? The reason why lecturers want you to contribute towards the class is not just because of the marks they will give you. They want you to contribute something to the class so that people will be enriched. One of the lecturers that I loved so much when I was on campus, Mr. Kofi Bentel. I loved him so much because he taught me something and that thing has become part of me ever since. And that's how come when I graduated, I became his TA. I was the first FI uh, taken from Ashesi. Yeah. And it was he that wrote, because Ashesi didn't want to take me. All my classmates had gone outside, they were working. And I came back, I said, Ashesi said, no, I should go and work outside. He said, no, I want this guy with me. He will be lecturing. I'll lift up my hand and say, sir, I disagree with this uh, definition. Then he'll put the marker down. Don't say, wow, I want you to learn something. Then he'll put the marker down and then he'll fold his hand and say, debate me. And that is him. Debate me. I will speak, he will speak, I will speak, he will speak. And I will, I'm not lying to you. God is here. I'm not lying to you. There was a time, one of Michael Porter's definition about something, he told the class, take spirit's definition. Don't write, Michael. Because what? after the argument, Five minutes. He said, your definition is correct. There's a flaw. If we have the time, we can write to Michael Porter so that he will change this. Yeah. Last year, he is the vice president of Imani Ghana now. Last year, somebody was debating him on something. Then, I don't know, me, I'm sitting my somewhere. He wrote my name and the name of two other graduates that some of the finest brains he has ever lectured. I said, this man, please don't look for trouble for me. But do you know why? We were, he gave us opportunity to investigate things that we do not agree with. And in a very respectful, factual way. Do you understand me? And that friendship I have with him up to today, if I call him, I worked with him for a while. I was his personal assistant. I remember when I was leaving him to go to Barclays, he wrote combination for me. I opened it to read. I was blown away about what he had written about me. Make yourself valuable. I'm not boasting here. I went in a bank. After six months, I could run the entire branch. In six months. People were calling me. People had stayed in the bank for over 15 years will call me to do. Do you know why? 
I remember my boss would bring me something. I said, no, this I, I don't know what it is. I said, you went to Ashesi. Do it. I said, it's not about Ashesi. It's about having, having, uh, Ashesi teaches you something. So, yes, but Ashesi teaches you how to solve problems. Don't toy with that gift. Occupy that gift. Use it. A typical Ashesi student is taught where and how to find solution. That is why they, they load you with so many things. So that when you go to the outside world and they tell you, you uh, ability to work and under stress without supervision. That is you. Four years, you've passed through. One, one of the, one of the um, tenets of maturity is the ability to work without supervision. If you need somebody to provide you to do the right thing, you are a baby. You are a kid. You are immature. That is why when I drive and I the, the traffic light is off and I see people wearing time misbehaving there, I always sit down and say, we are not going anywhere in the next two million years. Unless a GSS graduate policeman comes to stand there and says this, you, eh, and that small boy will be shouting on some CEO to do the right thing before you see where has come. What are we? Ask your neighbor, what are we? And ask your neighbor, what are you? Indiscipline. When the master gives the talent, um, we are not going to read the full story, okay? Some people went to invest, but somebody went to hide his own. And there are most of you seated here. You've hidden your talent. And some of you, you it's not, it's not uh, a deliberate hiding. Some of you, like I said, you've been bribed by peer pressure. You are more confident in the talent of your brother, your friend, than in yours. There are most of you sitting there, you have low self-esteem. Most of the fears that some of you, the finance year, final year students had in doing your presentation is low self-esteem. I prayed for you, so I know what I'm talking about. It's not because what, what you are working on is bad. Though. And the Lord told me, there are at least, I saw three of the presentations that are supposed to become a, a going business concern. That you are supposed to invest in it. Because it's something that heaven has given to you. And one party, and yet not sure, is looking for a job in a consultancy firm. May God give you wisdom and show you how to occupy till he comes. May God empower you. Let me tell you something. You have already been given the gift of righteousness. You must bear fruit. To be righteous means to be in right alignment with God. What that means, what that means in a sense, one of it is being, doing what heaven sent you to do. Do you understand me? So, being successful in the wrong thing is sin against the righteousness. Some of you, you can talk. Is that not so? Like, I think last year, so I came here, I was praying for people 
And there was a gentleman, I saw his mouth was moving planes, and I asked whether he's a rapper. Is he here or he's graduated? He's graduated. Uh, okay. I didn't know him. In the rest of the spirit, I could see his mouth. I said, ah, is he speaking in tongues? God said, no, he's a rapper. So as you see a rapper, then all of you are giving him fans that he is here. I don't know him from anywhere. Do you know what God had given to him? Yeah, he's gone, so let me not talk about him. But I pray that he will discover that grace and use it. Hey, he's not supposed to be a rapper. One of the most painful things in life is to be successful in the wrong thing. Success. It's not every success that brings fulfillment. Success in the right assignment is what will give you fulfillment. Do you understand me? It's not pursuit. It's not plenty money that will give you fulfillment. There are many people who have been, I've entered home by this small work I'm doing, this gift, this pastoral work. I've entered homes in Ghana here, in this Africa here, in this Ghana, Accra here. I enter homes where you know where to sit. You enter homes, you see three or four living rooms in the same building. One is skin, one is a leather, and you're like, and say, oh, make yourself comfortable. <laughs> I remember one time I went somewhere with a friend. And he himself, his father is very rich. One of the richest guys in Ghana. When we entered the home, he said, bro. Then he sat on the, uh, the wall there. That's where he sat in the living room. He didn't sit on anywhere. We were sitting and then he got, I went to sit on the skin. They have skins. Wherever you want to sit. And yet, when I met the man of the house and he shared the issue with me, I bowed my head and said, Father, thank you for the gift of peace. Because money can't buy it. That day, that day that I went, my cars were all condemned. I didn't have money. I didn't have money. I took torture. And the total the chain they gave me was in my pocket. Jingle bells. <laughs> or jingle bells. When I finished, okay, the man went to he went inside. Then when he was coming, I saw him holding a check. Then the Holy Spirit said, He will open it and ask me to write any amount. Don't touch the checkbook. I said, Father. He did it. I said, oh, sir. No. He said, no. He said, prophets have been coming. We give them seed. I said, God didn't ask me to take seed. So please. Then he said, okay, I'm coming. Then he went. He brought a white envelope. Big. He said, take. I said, sir, God didn't ask me to say, the jingle bells were, I perform. I say. God will not tell the man of God. Mm. Me, he can tell me that. Then he said, okay, if you didn't take anything, I didn't see you come with the car. Let my driver go and drop you. I said, oh, sir, I have to visit another person, so don't worry, I'll just pass it. Then he said, he was going to see me off. We're going to get into the road. I said, father, let this man return. So I said, okay, we'll meet again. Then he, he got a call. Then he stand back. No, I cross 
the road. I saw a truck come and said, Shh, I jumped inside. Do you know that his wife did that and traced me to my house? That day she came to my house, I deleted her number from my phone. You are asking, saying why? Do you know why? The woman is a Makola queen. The man, I won't say what he does, they are dusted. In my conversation with them, they say, say something. And this is some few years ago. I had not started the church, I was still working in the bank. He said, man of God, start a ministry. We will sponsor you. I said, Father, if I don't take care, my trust will be in this person, not you. I cut the relationship. Not because it was, uh, I cut it because it was not time. Do you understand me? It's not every opportunity that you should jump into. Some of them will truncate you because if you have not built capacity to handle money, and I'm talking to all of you, some of you, your appetite in life is for money. Your allegiance to that friend is because he's dusted. You don't have any interest in him. You have interest in the money he can give you. You are a hypocrite or a hippopotamus. Which one are you? Form solid friendships with the right motives. Ask your neighbor, do you have the right motives? Do you understand me? When, when I have a friend, okay, he's very wealthy. He has a lot of companies. He, I heard him. I was in a particular room. I heard him tell somebody that the reason why I like this guy because he doesn't ask me anything. My own brother, my kid brother, who comes after me. I was at home. He came to me. He said I should sign some. He was, was buying a land. Said uh, Perry. He was buying. So he picked the forms. He was coming for me to sign. And then a card fell down. And I picked the card. And I looked. Dango day. His full name was there. I said, where do you get this card from? He said, oh, two years ago, I... He works at the airport with British Airways. And he said, a man came. He was a Nigerian man, short man. Be this, he had some people around. I helped him. And then he told me that the way I've helped him, he likes me. So I should take this card and call him one day. I said, have you called him? <laughs> he said, mm. I said, do you know who he is? He said, no. I said, have you heard the name Dangote before? So who is he? Why is your mouth open? House fly will enter. <laughs> May you not miss your opportunities. But also know which one you should take advantage of. Don't waste your four years. Occupy till I come. Do business.
business, make good use of your time in Ashesi. Do you hear me? Occupy till I come. Do business till I come. Hey, Apostle, are you preaching about we making merchandise? Why are you in school? Why are you in school? What is the end game of your studies? Ashesi says what? Raising what? Are you becoming that person? Are you becoming the epitome of Ashesi's vision? Or you are just passing through? Will you be the reason why Dr. Iwa will sit on his bed and say, oh, I am glad I brought my money to Africa, Ghana, and didn't spend it on my family alone. Or you go like, ah, I should have spent my money. Hmm? Are you here? In occupying, I want you to write these things down. There are some things you want to imbibe. There are some things you want to imbibe. Number one, you must walk in the wisdom that comes from above. You must have wisdom that comes from above. 1141. James 3, 14 to 17. Read for me quickly. James 3, mm-hmm. 14 to 17. Yes. But if you have bitter and envy mm-hmm. and self-seeking in your heart, uh-huh. do not boast and lie against the truth. Okay. This wisdom does not descend from above. The wisdom that is boastful the wisdom that is uh, mercenary, the wisdom that have the wrong motives, the wisdom that is just about um, your selfish interests without any value. He said, it does not come from heaven. Some of you have some shrewd kind of wisdom. You, you like to take advantage of people, lie around. You are not straight. You are not faithful. You are not, um, uh, you are not honest. Anything goes. It's not good wisdom. The wisdom that makes you to waste time is not from above. The wisdom that makes you disrespectful is not from above. Young people going out there, you are going to go out there, you, some of you go for interviews and things. Yes, you are smart. Don't go out there with pride and pomposity. The world does not work the way it works in your mind. Do you hear me? Be open, be humble. Continue for me. But it's earthly, sensual. Uh, it's earthly, it's sensual, sensual uh-huh. demonic. It is demonic. Any kind of wisdom that makes you take advantage of that people and use them and throw them away, know that mm-hmm. it's demonic. It is there. It is in your Bible. It's there. I didn't, did I write that book? No, sir. It's there. It's there. It's there. Uh-huh. Continue. For where envy and self-seeking exist. Where envy and self-seeking exist. Confusion and every evil thing are there. And that is the reason why some of your families that you come from is going through what it's going through. Do you understand me? When siblings are fighting, parents are fighting, when the breadwinner of the family dies, that is where you see whether the I love you, I love you, that people are saying to each other in the family is true or not. 
where people begin to do all manner of things against each other. Two ladies, oh, you are my sister, you are my baby girl, they are good friends. Until uh, one gentleman comes to drop pass by, and their heart and your mind moves from academics to that gentleman. Then you see good, two good friends have become enemies because of some foolish boy. Why are the ladies bowing down and not looking at me? Some of you will go to offices, national service, and there are foolish men there who would come to you with proposals. Don't worry. I pray that it won't happen to you. But KCF is 20 years, right? Over this past many years, I've said these things to people. They graduate and they come to me and come and cry. Apostle, what you said in my office, this is what is happening. They say, if I want to stay, I should sleep with this man. I should do this. I should do that. You think you are the only beautiful girl that is, that, that, that proposal has come to? They won't give you that job. They will sleep with you, but they won't give you. They will mess you up. Young guys, you, you will have people who are older than you, women who are older than you, give you those same proposals. You call them sugar mommy. By the time you are done, you will notice that it was not sugar, it was bitter leaf mommy. I met a young guy, mechanic, macho guy, mechanic. I said, ah, I was teasing. I said, you be mechanic or you be macho? So I said, boss, I used to be a, a trainer in a gym at East Legon. I said, so what happened? He said, when I got married, after one year, I told myself I want to go to heaven. So I quit being a trainer. He said, all the, he said, when I was training there, every weekend, People's wives, you have to, after training them, you have to service them. You are saying A. You are saying A. I am telling you some of the realities that exist out there. Do you know what people do to get some of the contract they get to, for, to buy the cars you see that you admire? Some of you, uh, my recent former boss, Okay. He went to study law, came back to Ghana. The Freemason community came to him directly and told him, if you want to amount to anything, you must join us. He said he went for one meeting, meeting and he noticed that this place, he's not, he's not craft, he's not spiritual, but even with that, he said he ran away. What they gave him we have a pastor at church. He was walking down the street around Village Judea area, going somewhere. Some, a, a, a man, what, the man packed this guy, said, Yeah, man, come. I can see your star. He's not a pastor, he's not a prophet, he's not a. But he can tell my pastor that he can see his star. Then he invited him to his house. And he said, I want to introduce you to my group, Freemason. 
He said, if you accept, I'm going to. And he showed it to him, the packages. Because of the status of the man that place, the first thing they were going to give to him, $3 million, you must spend it in one month. If I catch any of you, I'm sharing this with you because I'm telling you what is out there. Some of you will face it. Now the advertising on Facebook and all that. But you'll be selling your soul and your destiny. And yet the master has given you gifts, talent, and glory to do business. And he will back you because there is no power greater than his. Do you understand me? There is no power. The greatest power in the universe is resident in you right now. It doesn't matter how you feel. It's not about feeling. It's about the grace of God. The magnanimity of God. He's giving it to you. You've been singing a song. Same power that conquered the earth. Lives in me. Lives in me. Your love that rescued the earth lives in me it is true but will you recognize that or you will let your hunger see bait as food continuing students i'm talking to you too god wants you to have the wisdom that comes from above not the wisdom that sees anything and then jumps off. don't let your 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 greed lead you you will bite into bait and you will think it is opportunity and you'll be messed up. Please read it for me. Continue. But the wisdom that is from above mm-hmm. is first pure. First pure. Then first pure. Seek that pure wisdom. Wisdom that helps you to move forward. Wisdom that helps you to relate with other people with a pure heart, with a pure mind. Do you understand me? On campus, off campus, with your parents, with people. Pure wisdom. Number one. Number two. Then peaceable. It's peaceable. Don't be vengeful. Some of you, you have hard-heartedness. Your parents cannot rule you. Your lecturers cannot correct you. Your peers cannot. Nobody can talk your matter. Apache Papa. You walk as if you're... Uba, 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 Oseba. Young, beautiful, handsome boy. Your, your nickname is Killer. Who are you killing? Hey. Praise the Lord. Ask your neighbor, what's your nickname? Some of you. If you are at home with your straight father and your friend entered the room and mentioned your nickname, would there be peace at home? <laughs> Imagine your friend come to you and see your father and say, Say, I'm looking for tea bread. He <laughs> said, We don't sell tea bread here. He said, No, I'm looking for.
Praise the Lord. Number three. Gentle. Gentle. Be peaceable. Be gentle. Tell your neighbor, be gentle. Be gentle. Be what? Gentle. Tell your neighbor, be gentle. Be gentle. Gentleness is not just about being, having a calm demeanor. It also represents the state of your mind. Do you understand me? Some of you are unable to do projects and finish assignment because you are never gentle in your mind. You want to be everywhere. Is that not so? Is that not so? It is so. Once you see your friend wearing a particular dress, you must wear some. Some of you, when people have fights, you are the one that will come and call. You are not a child of God in that regard. The wisdom that comes from above is gentle. It makes you gentle. It makes you pure. It makes you peaceable. Ask your neighbor, what kind of wisdom do you have? Number five. Willing to yield. Willing to yield. Willing to yield. The argumentative ones here. My God. As you are graduate, as you are going out there, it's not everything that you must say. Especially in the working world. Whether you are running your own business or learn to keep quiet. Sometimes you win when you keep quiet and you yield. And especially guys, you find that out more in marriage. Thank you, Jesus. Wisdom, wisdom. You see this beautiful girl that you are sitting with? Ah, oh God. If you like, marry her. Your winning in life will depend dependent most of the time in you being quiet. Wow. Cinderella. Wow. Why are you people like that? Ah, uh, okay. Cinderella, Cinderella. Yes. Is it finished? No, sir. Full of mercy. Full of mercy. Next. And good fruits. Mm-hmm. Continue. Without partiality. Without partiality. Without partiality. Let's go. And without hypocrisy. And without hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. Without what? Hypocrisy. God does not want you to be a hypocrite. Next point. Let me jump from there because my time is almost up. The next thing God wants you to have, aside the wisdom that comes from above, in trying to occupy, whether you are a continuing student or you are a graduate, you are going out there to use the gifts, the talent, the grace God has given to you, okay, to expand your own destiny and the kingdom of God. God wants you to be faithful. Tell your neighbor, be faithful. Be faithful to the assignment of your destiny and be faithful to the people you will serve. Let me tell you, no matter how great you are going to be, you will start by serving people. Even if you are going to start your own company. And some of you are too pride, proud to serve. In this kingdom of God that we live in, the greatest people are servants. The way up is the way down. In this kingdom, the one that is humble is the one that is considered great. In the systems of the world, the one that is humble is considered foolish. 
But if you, God is going to lift you up, you are going to have to be humble and serviceable. Tell your neighbor, have the mindset of a servant. The mindset of a servant. Philippians chapter 2, verse number 5 to 7 tells you that let this mind, let this attitude that was in Christ be in you. Okay? That he humbled himself, made himself of no reputation, put on himself the, 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 the state of a servant and died in obedience. Have that mind. Because you see, no matter the gift you have, you would have to serve and submit yourself to be guided. Galatians chapter 4 says the hair, as long as it's a child, is not different from a, a servant, but is brought under tutors, discipline. The reason why you must learn how to serve is that if you are going to run a company, you will notice that it takes discipline to run any successful company. It takes discipline to, to succeed in a corporate world. You will notice that the more of a hard worker you are, the more your bosses will give you more work. The people who close at 5 p.m., no, they are gone, no, they won't mind them. But you, that came from Ashesi with your ideas and hard work, they'll be giving you more work. If you are going to home at even 7, they'll tell you that it's too early. Do you know what they are doing to you? They are training you to become a leader. Because no CEO, no entrepreneur closes at 7. People will go home, you will burn the midnight oil. You can go to bed at 12 a.m. and at 3 a.m. you are awake. Reverend Andrew is laughing. You tell you. Every CEO will tell you. When at the end of the month you have to pay people who live at 5, you will see how it feels. You will see how it feels. I remember when I was a student, when I was a ASC person, I had a conversation with Dr. Iwa. I'll never forget that conversation. I will never. He told me, secondly, a time will come, I will have to protect Ashesi from myself. Because I have my own ambitions, and there's a way Ashesi must go. A time will come, there will be conflict of interest. There's a professor who passed recently, Professor Anku. He was a math lecturer. I think he was head of the, of the BA department. He used to have serious agreement with Dr. Ewa. One day, Dr. Ewa had to fire him. Yeah. Yeah. Because, and he was one of the best lecturers Ashesi has ever had when it comes to mathematics. But you see, with that one, if you don't have the discipline to submit yourself under the vision, you cannot work with a person. Because the person knows where he wants the business to go. I remember... I think the badge of 2009, when they came, the one who was in charge, the admission, he, 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 she admitted plenty of students. Dr. Wa got angry. I will never forget. And you know what he, he said? And he did it. He said, I will cut this point too. A lot of them were sacked home. And I remember Dr. Wa making a statement. He said, I want to build quality, not quantity. He said, it's, it's not everybody Body who must become a student in Ashesi. That's what he said. Because he knows where it's going. So you, you go with ideas. Want to, uh, the CEO. You are not the CEO of the company. Humble yourself. And be faithful. And serve well. So you are going to be faithful in another man's business. Tell your neighbor, be faithful in another man's business. And be faithful to your times. 
keep saying it. The honor code, the idea of the honor code is to instill a certain mindset. It's not just for the sake of it. Do you understand me? It's to, it's to help you develop a certain kind of sincerity and faithfulness. That I will do the right thing even if nobody is watching. That's the why it's called honor code, not exams code. Do you understand? Especially when you leave this conf- uh, uh, campus. And, and, and let's say you have a business idea and a company gives you a grant. Let's say 50000 or 5000 or 10000 You become a contractor and they give you road. They say construct just one point to one point. They give you 100000 What will happen? <laughs> Who's a land cruiser? <laughs> what will happen? Just be sincere. Let's see whether you are applying the wisdom from above or the wisdom from the beneath. I'll be faithful. What will you do first? $100,000. <laughs> are you final year? Is it like for me? It's for the business. Uh-huh. And the, I've defined the business. Uh, it's a road construction business. First contract, 100000 You use it to buy sand. <laughs> Let me ask, what type of sand? The one that you use to polish your face or the one that you use to... <laughs> I want a guy. Are you final year? Final year. Final year. Uh-huh. He's in the microwave. He's helping me. Oh, what will I do? <laughs> yeah, that's buy land before you look for another money to fix the road. I asked a question some time ago. How many Christian billionaires do you see? How many? Few. Next to none. Do you know why? A typical child of God will not build discipline and faithfulness, especially when it comes to money. You are in a hurry to show off. So your first 100000 your first $50,000, you want to show off and go and give testimonies, useless testimonies in church. And the next, after giving the useless testimony, the next thing you will do is to buy things material i call them liabilities that will that for you to show off to the people that you consider enemies so that they will know that you have arrived where are you going like that hundred thousand cities uh, dollars is your arrival then you are not going anywhere in life and so god keeps losing people to seed money not to the fruits the problem with money is that you don't know which one is seed and which one is food. It's like rice. When they give you rice, do you know which one is seed? They look the same. The discipline in being faithful, when you are faithful serving somebody, and the person, you know, okay, this person, this is how he does the business. When he earns profit, he applies this one here. Yeah. You will learn that. I remember when I was working with Mr. Bentel, and I had to go to the bank. I didn't want to go because of 
the, the kind of work we were doing. He said, Kingsley, I need you to go to the bank because I want you to learn the, the um, he said, I want you to learn the wisdom of bureaucracy. I didn't understand that phrase <laughs> until later. I said, wow, the wisdom of bureaucracy. Some of you, you think life just runs anyhow. No. And that is why one day my daughter woke up. I said, go, get up, go. She said, daddy, daddy. Why my children go to school? She was tired. I said, do you think adults don't go to school? He said, uh, who invented school? Cry. It is to teach you discipline and faithfulness. The day you stop learning is the day you start dying. Do you hear me? Never stop learning. Be faithful to yourself. Be faithful to the destiny you carry. Be faithful to the man who has given you the talent, the intelligence. Do you understand me? And stop allowing peer pressure, somebody's success story, to determine your speed in life. You are not going the same place. Life is a race, but it's not a competition. Do you hear me? Take time to discover yourself. Take time. If you are going to occupy till he comes, if you are going to be successful, those of you who are in first year, I'm speaking to you too. Do you understand me? Sorry, I will not have time to do word of knowledge, word of wisdom, prophesying to people. But I believe that if you can take these words I'm saying, it will help you. Do you understand? The word of God makes provision for the children of the kingdom to apply wisdom. I'm not talking about just mental. I'm talking about the wisdom of God. The Bible says that in all matters of administration, Daniel was find, found ten times better than all sorcerers and witches and wizards. You can be wiser than the witch. So that their witchcraft cannot affect you. Do you understand me? You can be wiser and outwit all the witches in your family. Because the one that is greater, who created it, is living in you. Why are you afraid of that witch? If you went to your hometown and the fetish priest there saw you and said, Oh, what's your name? Providence. Providence. Uh, it's been a while, oh. Give me five. You say, Why are you afraid? But what? Safety first. The, you see, you carry the power of the universe in you. And the fetish priest is carrying the power of a rebel that has been kicked out. That power that the fetish place is carrying is very little compared to you. Who should be intimidated? So why are you afraid? Who should be talking about safety first? Do you know why? Let me say this thing. I'm wasting time though. But let me say this. He says God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, far, far, far. Not some ways. Far, above. Everything that you can ask or think, he doesn't end there. The statement ends by this. According to the power at work in you, God's power is limitless indeed. And all of God's power is in you. 
I wish you would know this. All of God's power in wisdom, in glory, is in you. What will cause that power to flow is dependent on the state of your soul. There is water in the tank. The amount of water that the, your tap is able to allow to flow through it is dependent on the state of the or the, the length and breadth of it. Do you understand me? The amount of God's power that can operate through you is dependent on how your soul has tapped into that power and how you have gotten rid of what I call weight. He said, get rid of the weight and the sin that easily besets you. These are things that have corrupted your soul. If there is heaviness, unforgiveness, pride, arrogance, disrespect, dishonor, unfaithfulness, wrong motives, all these things have become uh, weight or things that are that is choking the power that must flow in you. So the more you yield to God, the more of his wisdom, his glory, his power flows through you. Try it and see. Try it and see. All of a sudden, you will notice that you are more smarter than him. Try it. Try it. You will see that, oh, healing the sick is easy. Prophesying is easy. But beyond prophesying, getting God to speak to you, to show you things, especially in your dreams, has always been part of you. It has always been there. It's there. One of the graces that is hangs on this ministry from day one we established this ministry on 25th March 2003. God told me, it's the grace of entrepreneurship and leadership. I saw books falling on people. God said, for as long as this fellowship exists on this campus, I will raise leaders, politicians, pastors, business entrepreneurs, people with wisdom. He said, I'm sending people into the political arena. And that's another area I want you to people to look at. Now let me say what I said to Reverend Rewell. Final year student, most of you will not stay in Ghana or in the country that you came from. God is going to send you out there. The reason is because he's opening up opportunities for you, says the Lord. The opportunity is not so that you become rich for yourself and for your future wife or husband. You do what? What are you saying? You receive or you rebuke? What are, what are you saying? The Lord says I should tell you guys that the reason he's, he's opening up this door is because the kingdom of God is about to go through serious turmoil. The enemy is building an army to deny people who are children of God opportunities. So God says he's opening up opportunities for you so that you become solutions in your generation. So he's going to open you up to wealth at a very early age. And he says, I should tell you people, come back to Africa, buy farmlands. Buy what? Mechanize it. Do farm the way it ought to be done. Build industries, build processing companies. He mentioned farm. And when I say farm, I'm not just talking about crops. I'm talking about everything. All that value chain. Value chain. 
some of you, I saw two people, you want to go into oil. He said, that's not the area. That's not the area. Buy lands. Buy lands. Farmlands, real estate land. These two things. I saw somebody, forgive me, like I said, I don't have time to be calling all of you individuals and, and be saying this to you. But I don't think I said, I won't do it again. Five years ago, I, this room, I gathered people. I was telling them, they are chopping money. They don't remember me. Every year, that's what they say. Apostle, come back. Well, come and help the people. Two years ago, some group, they say they will buy a bus for their bus. Where is the bus? Every day, you trust you when you are coming to a crisis and also. Hey, buy a um, small camera. Buy uh, what else? Switcher. Put camera here and be, be what, what is the word? Streaming your services. Do you understand me? Will you do that? <laughs> the graduates, how many of you will help them to do that? I know I said to two will do it. Please, when you graduate, okay, some of your genius, come back, help them. Do you understand me? You know that when you're on campus, there are some of your mates who find it difficult to feed. Is that not so? When you start earning something, look back, help that person. You don't know who that person will become in future. Maybe you will still be richer than that person, but that person may be a, connecting, a connection for you to get some contract somewhere. Do you hear me? Let me finish the word the Lord gave me for you. Come back, because at a point in time, he will send you back to Africa here. And let me tell you, God is about to do something in Africa. The Lord, this word has been ringing for the past five years. I've been saying this, that darkness is coming to the earth and gross darkness. Farming is coming. I'm talking about scarcity of food and water. It is coming. God has been speaking to me. One day, I woke up. I was taking my bath. God showed me something. I, the engineers here, God showed me a bucket. So I started for buckets. The bourgeois DBs, they don't know what I'm talking about. Buckets. The one day, fetch water inside and bath. Those who bath in Japanese and things, they don't know what I'm talking about. Sir, how are you? What's your name? Della. Nice meeting you, sir. God bless you. Uh, as I'm talking, the Lord keeps throwing light on you. I don't know why. I don't know why. Maybe, oh, oh, let me finish this before. I saw a bucket. The bucket, the top was covered. And it, it has switches. And it was divided into three parts. Each part had a switch and three lights. Green and red. Green and red and some other. One part of the bucket controlled internet. Another part of the bucket controlled electricity. Another part of the bucket controlled electronics, gadgets, cars, things. And I saw that it had been replicated and was 
on top of people's houses. The part that had the electricity, it has some, I don't want to call it solar, but it, could, it was trapping both the sun and the air and converting it into electricity and it was running the home. And the part that was controlling the internet was also taking signals and feeding the home with internet. When that vision lifted, then I saw myself and a group of people standing in front of a huge, it looked like a lake or a pond. And we had bought some machines and the Lord said, I want you to go into water technology. I said, Father, I did business administration. Whilst I was doing business administration and I was working in the bank, you told me I should quit and go and do praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Right now, I'm doing praise the Lord, praise the Lord. I don't even remember my competitive strategy, my marketing, my anything, uh, entrepreneurship. I've forgotten all. All I know is that that says the Lord, that shall be righteous. That's all I know. But God, recently a man of God called me. He said, God says, I should tell you, the window is closing. I said, Father, have mercy. When I was on campus, God gave me an idea. Last year, he repeated it again. He said, when you were on campus, I told you, get people and let them build railways to connect markets, uh, farmland, farm to market centers so that food wastage will stop and the price of food that is going up in Africa will come down. I said, Father, I didn't do railway engineering. No. He said, that's why I've given you people. These people. These people. The last thing I want to say, 2012, 2012, 2012, 31st December, 2012, I was praying. The Lord said, Tell the Ashesi students, especially those in KCF. And this time, that revelation, Dr. Asia Ansan was inside. I saw her inside. It's like there was this, it was like a research center on campus here. And students of Ashesi were doing research. It's all our food crops. All our food crops. Students were doing research into it to find out what those food crops could be used for aside food. So other products were being taken, were being produced out of the things we eat. Let's say if you take rice, aside doing jollof and wache and omutu and what else? Rice water and what? Fried rice, fly rice, and what? And sake. Rice wine. Do you know, I found out last year that a place like China, our palm, this palm thing, they are harvesting. That's what they use. For. They use for a lot of base for most of the facial products that you will use on your face. Do you know that? One day, I was complaining to God that why is that I have this thing on my face? I've tried. Everything is not going. God said, go and take snail, the snail uh, slime and apply it. I said, you. <laughs> I found out recently that 
It is a major product in the cosmetic industry. Snail slime. You can research about this right now. Let me tell you, the Holy Spirit I know, the Holy Spirit I know, okay, he's not about just speaking in tongues. The Holy Spirit I know, he's a teacher. Jesus said, when he comes, he will guide you. He's a guide. He teaches. I say the Holy Spirit I know, he does not permit people to fool me, the Holy Spirit that I know. He's a teacher. He will show you what to do. He will show you what capstone topic to apply yourself in. He will show you. Be faithful. I've given you only two points. Be faithful and have the wisdom from God. Do you understand me? There are five more points. My time is up, so I don't want to continue. I want you to befriend that Holy Spirit. Do you hear me? If you like, don't mind me. Do you hear me? This Holy Spirit will not allow you to waste time. When I was on campus, he didn't allow. I was ASC president. I was KCF president. I was doing plenty of things. But I never submitted my assignment late. As soon as the assignment came, as soon as I said, go and do it. So I go to the library. Me, I didn't have a laptop on campus. You go to the computer lab, building one. We had three buildings. Building one, building two, building three. That was Ashesi back then. When you finish lecture in building two, you have to run to building one. By the time you get to the computer lab, it's occupied. And those of us who didn't have laptops, you have to suffer. People will fool last minute. Then they are issuing print command. Then you see that, I don't know what happened. Then you see that the computer the, will jam and then people's work will turn into codes on their computer. Why do you people like last minute? I don't understand. If it's a curse, I break it in Jesus' name. If it's an attitude, I remove it in Jesus' name. May you not do last minute in life. Instead of government to finish a project, they wait uh, last minute. When they are years, then they want to hurry up and do it because they want to use it to get uh, votes. Then you'll be doing what Harry wanted to do. Father, let them postpone there. <laughs> so if you are praying and the lecturer says, Father, I need the student to submit early because I need to fin- finish marking and go to where I have to go. What will you do? <laughs> Praise the Lord. May you become better. May you become better. Whatever make you a good Christian must make you a good citizen. May you become better. May the Lord shepherd you. May Ghana become better because of you. May Africa become better because of you. May your family become better because of you. May corporate Ghana change because of you. I pray that God will give you opportunities. Opportunities that will open you up to the glory of God. I pray that whatever waste time and destiny you will overcome it. King Lemuel's mother, the one who wrote Proverbs 31. Proverbs 31 has three women. Do you know that? It's not just the virtuous woman. There are two other women. King Lemuel's mother and then another woman who wastes the resources of kings. King Lemuel's mother told him, it is not for kings to give their strength 
to that which wastes. And it is not for kings to give their strength to women. It's not a blessing. Explain it to the non-tree speakers. <laughs> and young ladies, let me, I will not call the person, but the Lord is just telling me this. You are here. You are in a relationship. The relationship is toxic. But you are telling yourself, nobody will love me if I break up. So you are still in this. God says, stop fooling. Because you had a dream. You've seen your future before. He, that guy was not in. God bless you. He was not inside. What do what? You are a leader. This lady I'm talking to, you are a leader. Serious leader in the future. And you are letting some foolish boy determine your emotions now. And you feel your whole world is crumbling down. When we close, don't come and see me. See Reverend Roland. <laughs> Reverend Roland, you are rejecting your people. You are worth more than 10 boyfriends to them. Young ladies, stop the foolish broken hearts. Young guys, stop breaking their hearts. When you say you like them and they say no, leave them. And you too don't give yourself a necessary broken heart. Stop breaking their hearts. Final yesterday, please stand up. Let me pray with you so I can go home. Today, when we close, I'm not seeing anybody. Reverend Roland, didn't I say that? I said today I want to close early. I love you guys too, but today is not one of the days I want to see anybody. Because when I was when I woke up, I was praying for them. I felt that today eh, the way people will cost me if I don't take care. I see plenty relationship problems. I see two family problems that has to do with a, a mother. That one, I will deal with it. In fact, who is here? Your mother, there's an issue with your mom. Lift up your hand. Either a sickness or an issue home. Okay, one person is here. There's a second person. Okay, two. All right. Two. I'll pray. I'll see the two of you, okay? There's another one. Child. Me, I only saw two. About you, we have spoken before. You, you want? I'll, I'll talk to you, okay? You. Lois, you are part. Uh-huh, you can be part. Who, whose father is in the hospital? 
Nobody. You are very sure. Okay. With a leg problem. Nobody. You. What was happening? Don't worry, it's okay. Don't continue. The family, the problem, I, I heard you saying testimony, so, is only one person who is causing all that. And you used to say you pray. Say, power, conquer the grave, leaves in you. I, I've been saying this. If there's a problem in your family, you are the, you are the problem. I've been telling you. Jesus has given you power. He says, occupy till I come. What are you doing with it? All power in heaven and on earth is given. Go therefore. You are not going. You are not praying. You are watching series. Some of you have watched series, huh? like I said the last time for relation seminar. You want to act it. Your boyfriend is called Kwame Amponsa. You want him to be behaving like Jose Miguel. What's your name? Ronel, what's the meaning? Do you have a hacienda? <laughs> Praise the Lord. I want the two of you to take oil. Let's pray for them. Okay. We'll go home very soon, okay? No, 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 no. Today we are not doing all night. Praise we are not doing all night. I'm not staying here too long. How to go and sleep? I've never done all night with these people here before. Yes. How many of you are come for fire camp? Oh, only a few people. You are not coming for fire camp. Fire camp is when we have time to really address issues. Okay. Fire camp, one week. You are, I'll be sleeping there. Bishop was to is coming. It's Prophet Todru who said he has all night on the Friday. So, so we are going to see if he will come on the Thursday. It's likely he will, he will come. And Bishop was said to do all night with you guys. He'll be there. He wanted to do an all night earlier because he he's been saying it. And all these people I'm inviting is because of you. They want to bless you. They want to give you God's mind. They want to empower you. They want to break the foolish relationships and connect you to the right relationships. for listening to this message if you were blessed by this share it with someone and be an agent of impactful change for the kingdom of god god bless you